It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, April 14th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the end of week. Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Welcome to you. Uh, you're off on Monday, Sean, so this is a long weekend for you. It is, yeah. And we had a good show today. Um, I always, whenever you got a long weekend or you got holidays coming up or something, you always want to finish on a high note, I think. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. You get to head into the long weekend feeling good. Um, you sold your condo yesterday. Yeah. We're going to talk about that on the show today, but that's kind of the big development in your life. Yeah, it was a busy day yesterday. Lots of things. And then, Exciting things. What's up this weekend? Uh, heading to Fernie. It's uh, Fernie's closing weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of that time of year. So, Is this with the bands and everything? Yeah. We're going to celebrate, going to wear our 80s ski suits as you do, and yeah, just spend the weekend in Fernie. And, and it's kind of a belated birthday celebration for you, too, right? Cause yes. Because you didn't get to spend it with Cliff? No. Or- no, yeah. We kind of, it was like midweek, so I didn't really celebrate my birthday. I was like, no, 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 we'll do it. It was just, yeah. I mean, it's not really. It's just an excuse to get some friends together. But yes, for Cliff's sake, because he's a birthday guy, he was like, no, we got to celebrate your birthday. So well, now I feel foolish that I didn't plan the Shauna Jefferson 35th birthday weekend extravaganza. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that It was amazing. That was perfect. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I think we're just going to chill. We got uh, McKenna's sister and her two kids are coming to town. So we're going to have a little oh, awesome. family time this weekend. Supposed Sweet. to be actually pretty nice here. Yeah. This weekend. So. Looking forward to it. On today's show, uh, you'll hear what did you learn today? A funny phrase that I used yesterday. We get into that. Uh, a bad dad joke that I made. What we're grateful for. An etymology. How you can spot an EV and something something funny about electric vehicles that we get into. Uh, it is a special day today on, on this show. If you've been listening the last week or so, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to launch our own political attack ads against each other. And a phrase that I'm going to try to... It incorporate into my lexicon here after your out of context clip of the show. And the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, truck. Oh, how about that? Look at my teeth. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> truck me. I'm an EV. Mm. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. We finally finished The Last of Us this week. So oh, I'd, good. As the episodes were coming out, I had kept pace with it, but then I kind of fell behind on the last two episodes and finished them up this week. Fantastic first season. It was just—it was such an incredible production. I think anyone in Alberta who worked on that that show should be very proud of it. Can't wait for season two. I wish it was filming here instead of BC. I know that really was a bit of a bummer. I thought definitely they were a bummer. Keep filming here. Um, Stupid. But BC. We got that one season. And we did. Did Which a hell of a job. Cool. Yeah. The show looked fantastic. Um, but I, I noticed—I noticed in one of the last episodes that Pedro Pascal's character Joel, uh, at several points throughout the show, he uses the word reckon. Mm. As in, like, I reckon you will. Yep. And he's from, the character's from Austin, Texas. That sort of fits with the dialect of, of Texas. But I really like the word reckon used it's in that context. kind of an old school name. It is. Or a word, isn't it? You basically, you, you never hear a Canadian say reckon. No. Some of my Australian friends used to say it, and I found it very charming. Yep. They'd be like, you think we should get going, you reckon? Yeah. Like, and I was it like, is oh, true. I like that. Yeah. Think I could be the kind of guy who says you reckon? Nope. I think I could be not. a reckoning kind of guy, Shauna. Not the way you don't even you don't pronounce your G's. You have to pronounce G's, and then you can say reckon. No, I think I reckon. reckon is better. Like without the G, you think no. about the Texas accent. They don't pronounce their G's. Places that say reckon do not pronounce their G's. We should be going. Do you reckon? No, that's that sounds from about that time we'd reckon. be going. You reckon? The second one sounded better. Hmm. I think I could be a reckoning kind of guy. I don't know, man. 
It's up for debate. Think I could pull it off, you reckon? I'm not, I don't, oh God, no, that didn't, no, no, you can't. Oh, this is going to be gave, fun. You gave it a go, but I, no. I reckon this is going to be a good time. Oh, that sounds awful. The and Shauna podcast. Well, I sold my condo yesterday. Well, congratulations, Shauna. Which is crazy. That's awesome. I know that that was weighing on you trying to get rid of that, so. Yeah. That's well, excellent. It was, I was funny. I was very torn, like torn on if I wanted to sell it or not, and then decided I would, and then now it's sold. It's crazy how quickly that process happens, too. Yeah, one like, day I mean, you have kinda, a house, and then yeah, kind of <laughs> showing it and whatever, and then all of a sudden yesterday, like during the show, I get this text is like we've got an offer, and then yesterday it kind of just all went through, and I'm like here we are. The buying process is the same. Like one it day is. you're looking at a place, and the next day you're like. Am I buying this so place? So quick. Yeah. So quick. It's always crazy. But it's funny because we're such emotional beings as humans that every single person I've I've told, like, uh, yeah, I sold my place. And they're all like, well, are you going to miss it? Like, oh, you've, you're, you're going to miss that place, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, if you overthink it and try and make yourself sad, I'm sure I can be like, oh, the memories. Yeah, I'm going to miss it. But it's funny because with our industry, we've moved around a ton. I was going to say, you're not super sentimental about those types of things, are you? And I don't think you can be with our job because when you do move that much, like it's, you know, you just, you kind of move on. And here's the thing. You can think that you're going to miss it. The minute you leave that place, you never look back. Like, I not once have left a place and then be like, yeah, I really missed that other place <laughs> I had. You're right yeah. about that. I mean, we lived in the same house for like seven years when we moved here. Yeah. And I, like, when we left, I was like, we took one last good look and I took photos of the boys in their empty rooms. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't really thought about it since. No. Right? Because you, you, you move on. You, you adapt do. to your new place and you... And that's the thing. Even when your parents sold your childhood home in Brampton, you were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like, there was a, a moment of, oh, that's sad. And then immediately you're like, but I haven't missed it since. Yeah. They have a great new condo now. And I'm like, yeah, you just, you can always convince yourself to be sad if you really want to, mm-hmm. but you, you don't need to. So I'm pretty excited because this so, just means that I have more disposable income now and more freedom to do dumb yeah. crap. So there we go. Good for you. And I know that's what's important to you, right? Totally. So um, it's funny because so many people our age are striving to buy a place and yeah. you were striving to get rid of I'm one so that you could have the freedom. And yeah. I, I, I get a kick out of that because I think there are a lot of anti-capitalist types right now that don't think that anybody should ever own a property to be rented out. They hate landlords. Mm-hmm. They hate anybody. But for a long time in my life, there was I wasn't in the position to, to be a homeowner, right? Yeah. I, 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 I appreciated the freedom to rent and to have, and I had good landlords and stuff, so it all worked out pretty well. Yeah. But you're in that position right now too. You would rather have the freedom of renting yeah. and have a landlord take on the responsibility of maintaining and owning that property. I can afford a house, but I don't want, that's not what I want in my life. And that's, I think an idea that's shifting a little bit too, is a lot of people I've, I've met recently who don't ever want to buy. They prefer to rent because they like that freedom that comes along with it. They don't want to have to deal with the responsibility. So it's just like, yeah, that also works for some people. And for the people who want to buy, I hope that they're able to, Yeah, I hope we can get to a place where people are able to buy. Totally. But not everybody wants to buy. Yeah. And you're a good example of that. So congratulations. Thank you. You probably feel great, hey? Yeah. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about some of the political attack ads in the province right now and how out of control they're getting. They're out of control. There's a one right now. I don't know if you've heard this one or not, but uh, we, we were cracking up at it. Is that what we want? Someone who puts everyday Albertans ahead of handouts for big corporations? Gross. 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 Oh, that's, that's so, grody. That's so funny. Oh, man. It's so, like, juvenile. It hey, is. Oh, gross. Ew. Gross. gross. Yeah, that's that's bad. <laughs> that sounds like something you and I would do, oh, hey? Totally, yeah. 
Shauna Jefferson wears a winter coat indoors, even in the summertime. Is she even Albertan? Andrew Beckler says he's fiscally responsible, but he spent $7,000 on family trips to Costco. Voting for Beckler. That's so Raven. Shauna Jefferson, not very Raven. Do you know where your tax dollars are going? On Andrew Beckler's multiple gym memberships. You're facing pension cuts, and he's investing in bigger pythons. Shauna Jefferson, small to no PP. Beckler, good PP. Andrew Beckler has nice pecs, but is he really ready to lead? Shauna Jefferson, yuck. Andrew Beckler, bald. Shauna Jefferson, ew. Andrew Beckler, icky. Shauna Jefferson, Andrew Beckler, P.U. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We filmed that one too, so we're hoping Sam can turn it into a... Like an actual attack ad. Yes. With, <laughs> with the, you know, like the, the, so the scary graphics and stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The black and white. Black and white. So ominous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take the, the frames that make you look the most evil. You look like villains. Yeah. Yeah. The, man, the, we talked about this yesterday, but some of the, the, the ad that we actually pulled that from, that clip uh, about gross, is going pretty low. Like it's saying, would you rather have a leader that's more comfortable in jeans or pantsuits and I stuff? Know, and it's, it's like, so huh? Ridiculous. What? Um, side note, I hate to interrupt you. Did you just see that mailman's caps? No, big old mailman caps on? Yeah, he just he just got into his mailman truck out here and he had the biggest mailman caps I think I've ever seen. You can't compete with mailman caps. You cannot. Sorry. Anyway, those were distracting. Blinded me. <laughs> I don't right blame you. Great caps. Yeah. Um, wow. I mentioned that these ads are running before YouTube videos that my kids watch. Yesterday at supper, and I don't even know where, where it came from, but both Bo and Brigham, they said... Like, Bo said, we can't afford Danielle Smith. And Brigham said, we can't afford the UCP. Oh, my God. So they've memorized the attack ads. That's that's a lot. If yep. we had, if we do get the party leaders on this election season, Shauna, if we asked them about these attack ads and said, like, why do you, why do, you do this? Mm-hmm. What would their response be? I don't know. Would that be a fair question to ask? I, I think so. They say probably like, nope. just say it's proven to be effective or something, but yeah, it's it's stupid. Every year, I just don't. I've never understood the attack ad thing. It doesn't make me think any better of a party. It never works in my mind. But obviously, it is effective in some way, or else they wouldn't be doing them. Because so. they're spending a lot of money. But yep. I mean, I think maybe you just straight up ask. Like, yep. Nobody. It seems like nobody likes these. Not even the people who are on your side. I know. So what do you do them? Maybe we will. Maybe we'll ask that question. Sometimes we do ask the question, the tough questions here on, on X Morning. We're asking the tough questions here. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we also just talk about farts. That too. A lot of that. Yeah. That too. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of flexibility you've uh, come to expect from this show. Yes. And you can expect that kind of flexibility with Shane Holmes. It's a good one. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Make some changes to the place that you that you have in your mind, your dream home that you're picturing right now. Shane Holmes can make that a reality if you're looking to build. ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know what today is, Beckler? 
I think I know. It's Bad Friday. It's, it is Bad Friday. It's Bad Friday. And we're going to be bad today. We're going to be so bad. So, of La- course, last week was Good Friday. That's why today is Bad Friday. So bad. What do you bad. have planned for Bad oh, Friday, Sean? It's getting even badder. It's even badder than I thought it was going to be because I just sold my condo. So, I'm celebrating. I'm going to get bad. I'm going to make- I was going to say, you have a little money in your pocket now. Are you going to spend a bit on yourself? Oh, get you real know, bad? I'm going to get so bad. And my boyfriend's in town. We're going to get real bad. It's going to be a bad, bad day. I've already started being bad. Look what, what I'm drinking here. Oh, that's a Coke. Is that a full sugar pack? No, that's zero sugar Coca-Cola, oh. but it's pop in the morning. I'm oh so, bad. so bad. so bad? bad bad. I might even crack a beer. <laughs> right now? Right now. That's pretty bad. That's so that bad. That might be too bad. That, is that too bad? <laughs> I'm going to be bad. I'm going to get bad. <laughs> so bad. Happy Bad Friday to you. Happy Bad Friday. And Shauna podcast. Yesterday on the show, we were talking a bit about uh, the new Dodge Ram EV, yeah. which I hadn't seen before. Fancy looking. Um, there are more and more new EV models popping up on the roads all the time. There is, yeah. And some of them I'm not familiar with. I'll see a vehicle and be like, oh, I didn't, I don't know what that is. Don't. Nope. There was a time when I was younger, probably like 13 or so, where my brother and I, we'd sit in the back seat of my parents' vehicle as we drove around, and I could, he and I could name pretty much every make and model a vehicle on the road. That is impressive. There were very few that we didn't know. Yeah. And I can't do that anymore. I have no idea these days. No, I have no clue. Um, I was never good at it, though, and it's just getting worse. I'm like, ah, it's another one. Yeah. Cool. Especially with all the new EVs and stuff. It has wheels. Good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There is a distinguishing feature that you can immediately tell if a vehicle is an EV or if it's a a new gas vehicle that you're unfamiliar with. Do you know what to look for? Is it that light bar at the front? Well, it's the the grill. It's the lack of a grill, Right. right? EVs don't need much of a grill at all, I don't think, or any grill, because yeah. they don't need the cooling that a, a combustion engine does. That makes sense. But, um, I mean, so many vehicles use the grill as like a real statement piece in the design of the vehicle. And I do like it, grills. Like, yeah. That's why I picked my car, because I, th- I liked the grill. And like, truck grills just keep getting bigger and bigger. They sure do. And then EVs, they're gone. There are no grills on EVs. You so. know what I'm going to miss with the EVs is seeing the cardboard on the front of the grill. The cardboard winter front? When it gets balls cold and Terry puts it so in his whole truck. Like that's Spend- one of those things where you know where you are when you see that coming along. 50000 bucks on a truck, yeah. cardboard winter front. Cardboard couldn't, winter couldn't front. the extra couple hundred bucks for a nice one. Nope. Nope. Um, we got to keep that wind out somehow and cardboard's the best way to do it. But I don't think I'm crazy about the no grill look. No. I like a, like, a, like you said, I like a nice grill. Yeah. On, you said you, you picked your vehicle in part did. because of the grill. It makes a huge difference in how a vehicle looks. And I wonder why so many EVs have decided to go no grill or have just, yeah. you know, why not just fake the grill? In fact, the new Toyota you know? grill that I saw, I forget what truck it was recently, but I was like, oh, that's nice. They've got a new one that I haven't seen before. On some trucks, they're, yeah, they're so nice. It's like a snarl almost. Yeah. It's like, Arr. That's it. Oh, I'm a truck. You can see the teeth. Yep. Arr. And then and the little EVs th- go, I want me. Lips closed. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Mm, here I come. Yeah. Mm, the that's one, the difference. The ones that are a little less powerful do sound. Mm, 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 <laughs> and the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, truck. Oh, how about that? Oh, Look at my teeth. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> truck me. I'm an EV. Mm. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So uh, somebody said tantalizing recently, and I was like, where's the word tantalizing come from? It's a very sexy word, isn't it? very sexy. Tantalizing. But it's really, how would you describe it? It's like something that's tempting you, but you can't really access. That's what tantalizing means. So it comes from Greek mythology, and it comes from Tantalus 
who was a king who, according to Greek mythology, offended the gods. And this story is disgusting, but apparently he attempted to feed his own son to the gods to see if they would notice. He attempted to fool the gods by feeding his own son to them, which... Why? Nobody knows, but there you go. One of the gods, though, did realize that they were eating human flesh, and then he was punished eternally for it. So what they did to punish him for that was he was forced to stand in a pool of water. This is Tantalus? Yes, this is Tantalus. He was forced to stand in this pool of water with fruit hanging just over his head, and anytime he tried to reach for the fruit, the fruit would pull away. Mm. And anytime he tried to take a sip of the water that he was in, he couldn't. He wasn't able to reach the water, and the water would retreat. So, Forever. Forever. And that's why he was punished, and that's why tantalizing is a thing, talking about temptation. It was all from the story of Tantalus himself. And the word Tantalus literally means he who has to bear much and is wretched. Breaks down two different words, wretched and he who has to bear much. So fairly accurate. It totally is. We haven't had many of these etymologies come from Greek mythology, have we? No, and there's tons. There's tons of words that come from Greek mythology. And this is a really quick one because I just thought this was really cool. But the Finnish word for world is Malma. Malma, okay. And ma means ground and ilma means air. So the idea is that the world consists of everything between the ground and the air. And what that's where they the came water? from, the word Malma. They don't care for it there? They don't care for it. They just, I mean, the world, the ground is kind of just anything that's below. Okay. And then everything above. So I thought that was kind of poetic because, yeah, the word for world for them is essentially everything between the ground and the air. Pretty nice day on the old ground air. Ground air. Here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I thought we could wrap up this week, Shauna, with a what are you grateful for? Oh. If you're down. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for these days? Um, well, I'm gonna use a really obvious one, but the fact that somebody bought my condo. Yeah, that's a weight off your shoulders, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh I didn't really know, you know. It was kind of playing the field, seeing what happened, and there we are. Do you feel lighter? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Lighter and more free? Yeah. I'm homeless. It's amazing. Like a bird? Yeah. Just I can go wherever I want now. I'm a bit of a nomad again. Like that bird in the Nelly Furtado song. Ah! That's you. That's me. Mm-hmm. I hope you like that bird sound, by the way. What mm. about you? What are you grateful for? Uh, this is a little unorthodox, but I'm very grateful that my wife McKenna has found a job that she loves. Because when we, I mean, when we first got together and had Bo and then moved here, and like, it, to be frank, you know, my, her career aspirations kind of took a back seat because this job was paying the bills. Yep. And, you know, we're, so we've been so hyper-focused on my career that, you know, her, she, you know, she's dabbled in a few things, but never really found anything she loved. And now she works with a company that she really loves and she enjoys what she's doing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful that she has found something for herself now. And it's easier that the kids are a bit older. That is huge. And they're in school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people make that sacrifice. A lot of, whether it's, you know, one partner or the other that has to, especially when the job involves moving. Yep kind of pick up and, you know, say goodbye to their own career aspirations. So It does happen a lot, I think. It, it, like a lot. A one lot. partner goes to school while the yeah. other one works and supports them, and then eventually they're both working. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we are, you know, past that phase in our life where, you know, it was all about this. Yeah. And now McKenna can start doing 
what she really wants to do. That's really so, cool. Yeah, I'm really pumped for her. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good time. It's a good time Love right it. now. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. You made a classic dad joke yesterday, Beckler, and I needed to call you on it. Sure did. We were talking about going through security for some reason, and I was like, oh, it's quick. As long as you don't have any weapons, I made a joke. And then you said, like these, and then you pointed to your biceps. <laughs> One, two, right here. That is a classic right there. That classic is something dad that joke, only eh? dads say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at my weapons. <laughs> They're right here, and then you, yeah, you kiss them or you point with them. My God, I, I had to call you on that. You, you said I was like, I'm noting this. Recently, uh, a, f- a friend was over, and she was talking about how afraid of snakes she is. She doesn't like snakes. And uh, don't tell me you made the pythons joke. I then, didn't. Too. I missed the opportunity. I was like, oh, well, I better. That's so stupid. After she left, I was like, why didn't I say that? I know. I better get these reticulated pythons out of here then. If you're. <laughs> My God. How many kids, Shauna? That is... How many kids? Like, I don't know, 42? (laughs) We're getting up there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I used a a phrase yesterday at home, and I didn't really think about it, but my boys died laughing because I guess they'd never heard it before. I thought it was so funny. And I don't even remember what I was talking about, but I said, oh, I don't give a rat's ass about that. And they're like... A rat's ass, and they just—they thought it was so funny, and I was like, "Yeah, that is a really weird expression, isn't it?" It really is. I don't yeah. give a rat's ass about that. I'm gonna have to look into the etymology of that now. Yeah, where did rat's ass come? Why is the rat's ass <laughs> what we use as reference? Talking about rat asses. Here. Rat ass. Yeah. I don't think it's appreciated enough because it's really entered into common parlance it's now, true. right? Like yeah. you don't stop and think about what it really means. A rat's... Like, who was the first person who was set, sitting around staring at a rat's ass and being like, yeah, that's what I'm going to start using. The term of phrase, right? Look at that ass. That is... That's <laughs> like, a terrible ass. You think about what it really is, Nobody too. could care less about that ass of rat there. It's like, if I had one rat ass, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even give that. Right? That's how little I care. Yeah. <laughs> is the there anything rat. as worthless as the as ass of rat? Yeah. Like, honestly, that is a very straight... It's true. Yeah. Has there ever been a band called Rat's Ass? No, but there should be. I agree. Ass of Rat. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? So in terms of auto racing, the fastest accelerating vehicles by a mile are top-fueled dragsters. Like, there's, there are all these facts you can look up about just how stupid, fast, and powerful these vehicles are. Can you picture a top-fueled dragster? Like, the really long ones yeah. with the big wing big rear tires yeah uh, and they're just like insanely fast some of them have 11,000 horsepower but I read this fact the other day um, this person said and I, and I tried to confirm this but I couldn't I couldn't like nail it down I wouldn't be surprised though just based on some of the other measurements people have taken these cars said they do 60 miles per hour by the time the back wheels get to where the front wheels started holy hell and they're fairly long vehicles if you yeah. picture them but by the time the back wheels past the point that the front wheels were sitting at the start, it's already going 60 miles per hour. That's insane. Yeah. That's hard to fathom. It is. I can't really even wrap your head around it, but no. by the end of the track, they're doing like 300 miles per hour. It's, uh, yeah, apparently it's really something to watch in person because like you can feel the power of the vehicles in your body as they race. You can feel in your bones, in your body. Crazy. Yeah, that's... Wow. Yeah, that's, like that's a, true. That's that's insane. A Terry religious experience right there. That so. would be. Yep. Yeah. What did you learn? Uh, I, th- I switched up what I learned, actually, because I found this even more interesting. But um, I didn't realize that there was a man that named Robert Ballard, and he was said to be looking for the Titanic. 
1985, there was this announcement saying like he's going to do this mission to look for the Titanic. But what he was actually doing was looking for two nuclear submarines. So he was the director of like oceanography or whatever at one of the universities or colleges. And so he, everybody was like, oh, it makes sense that he'd be looking for the Titanic. But he was actually, yeah, on this top secret mission to look for these two nuclear submarines instead. And they used that as a cover saying, no, no, he's looking for the Titanic. Very smart because he has a reason to be there. Yes. However, he found the two nuclear submarines and then he had a couple days left. And he was like, okay, well, can I now use... (laughs) (laughs) this time to look for the Titanic and he got the okay and then he found the Titanic. Wow. So he actually did find the Titanic on top of these two nuclear submarines. What a trip. What a What a trip for Robert. Like it's just Robert comes back home was like, well, I'm that's all I needed in life. We're done. (laughs) How was your weekend, Robert? I can die now. Pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. I don't even see it, Mariah. It's not noticeable. What the f***? It's go- everywhere. Oh, now I see it. Yeah, is it on the laptop Did you again? spill on the laptop again? No. What the f***? I thought this was clear. I just washed a shirt. I thought a cranberry drink was going to be clear. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.